Hey everybody, welcome into episode 20 of the Haven Podcast, this week's TV and film-focused episode. You could be listening to anything else in the world right now, but you're listening to me, and I appreciate that. Hope all you creeps had a magical weekend. On today's episode, we'll be going over the news that Danny Boyle is no longer directing James Bond 25. He is out of the movie. Netflix's new content direction going forward, and then we get breaking news about Guardians of the Galaxy 3 as well. So with that said, pull up a chair, or if you're in your car, try not to hit anybody, and let's start the show. Let's jump into it. So per Variety, Danny Boyle, who was tapped to direct the latest installment in the James Bond series, has exited the project due to creative differences with Bond producers. However, the following day, a UK newspaper ran a story that the creative differences cited was not with Boyle and producers, but rather between Mr. Boyle and Mr. James Bond himself, leading man Daniel Craig. The article goes on to say that the kind of the the, the main crux of the separation boiled down to, oh no pun intended, um, was Boyle's insistence that they cast this unknown Polish actor to play the lead villain in the upcoming movie. A choice per this outlet said that Craig was not a fan of. Uh, Craig and Bond producers are now on the hunt for a new director. And then per deadline, I think it was a couple hours later, um, the producers, it leaked out on the producer's shortlist of who they are looking to tap in to come in and replace Mr. Boyle as director of this Bond movie. So with that said, um, one of the bigger names that was coming out of it on the shortlist, if you will, um, was we had Homer John Mark Val- Valet, what the fuck's this dude's name? Anyways, uh, John Mark, uh, something, something, something. Um, he was the one that directed Dallas Buyers Club, Big Little Lies, and Sharp Objects. Um, Big Little Lies is a HBO series, a short series that I thought was I was really fucking boring until the very last episode, where they finally gave you the twist of what was going on and why. Um, Sharp Objects is another HBO series as well, featuring Amy Adams, which I have yet to watch, but I've heard nothing but brilliant things about, and I personally really like Dallas Buyers Club. Um, so that's just kind of one of the names. Some of the others on the list is Heller Highwaters, David McKenzie. Um, I don't think I've seen that one yet. And then White Boy Ricks, Jan Demange, and that's great. But the, probably the biggest name on it for the shortlist for this um, coming out on this article is the incredible, the amazing Edgar Wright um, that they have him as to come in and do directorial rights for this so we shall see what happens on that front in terms of who they pick um it does seem however they go on and say in this article as well that whoever the director is they have two scripts that they have presently that they want the director to use one of those two scripts that they don't want to hey delay the project and say hey now mr director go in and do your own thing of what you think is a great story to tell for bond so that's really a tough one so what i want to do real quick you know to pad time of course is give you my thoughts of what direction they should go to or through on uh, the the next James Bond movie because you know that's what you're here for my amazing thoughts and opinions but more importantly who should be the director of this so um, my first instinct is to scream out Christopher Nolan I think he would do incredible things with that character and I know he's a a massive huge fan of James Bond but kind of going based off of if we're taking everything factual in this article that they are going to limit the director, whoever it is, to one of two scripts. I think that automatically gets Nolan out of there. He's, I don't see him doing something that at least, you know, his brother didn't write kind of thing. 
Um, and I don't think Edgar Wright would come in and direct a piece of material that he doesn't have a say in or not a heavy amount of say in. If they're like, hey, keep 99% of it, you can do your own 1% sprinkle of salt on and if you want Edgar to be the director of this movie, then you know I think he's just going to say, oh, that's cool. How about when Daniel Craig is done and out and everything, um, you just give me a call and then we'll sit down and have a meeting to go over my thoughts and ideas of where we could take the Bond character moving forward. So when that time does come, because I'm pretty sure this is going to be Daniel Craig's last film as James Bond, I think at that point, as much as I love Edgar Wright, um, I would love to see them go to Nolan and say, hey, do you want to do uh, do your own take on James Bond? You got to pick your own actor and all that stuff and what have you. So I think that would be pretty cool. But if you wouldn't do it, I don't, I don't think Edgar Wright would actually be a bad choice. I think I'm more curious to see how his, the way he kind of, the look and, not the look, the way his movies are, the, I, wanna, I don't want to say the humor, but the the heart in his movies are very different than any James Bond movie I've seen. So I'm really curious to see how that would kind of translate, to be honest with you. It probably, I, I don't know if it'd be good or bad, but I'd, I'd be interested in seeing it, you know. So as far as my picks go of like who I think, you know, based off of this, you know, who could just come in and be okay with like a two script thing. I know a lot of people are going to throw some names out and it's like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. Or they should get this guy to do it. I think anybody that you would get really excited for to see direct the movie is not going to do it with the limitation of having to pick one or two scripts unless they absolutely love it. But they're then being forced to work with Daniel Craig, who's I'm not trying to say he's a bad guy or anything like that. I, I don't know anything about him, but I just think that if you're these producers of James Bond, you're definitely coming down the pike where you need, you need another kick in the franchise after Daniel Craig. So save your, your silver bullets of like an Edgar Wright or a Christopher Nolan in the background. Okay. So you just need to get one guy that could work with the script. So honestly, what I would do is I would go to what's his face and this is not going to be popular or sexy or anything like that. But honestly, I would just go to, um, God, I can't remember his name now. That is really embarrassing. The guy that directed Casino Royale. Um, he also did the awesome Green Lantern movie. So, but Hey, in all fairness, you know, that's, uh, I think it will work because he did, I thought a great job with Casino Royale and this new character. And I think it would be nice to go full circle and have, you know, Daniel Craig finish up his last hurrahs, James Bond with a guy that kind of, you know, directed him in the first one and what have you. So I just think it'd be a nice full circle kind of approach to it. He could just take the script. He really doesn't have a say in it. He seems okay with that. And you don't have to give him, you're not giving him final cut either of the movie. So you don't have to worry about that stuff. But yeah, I would just go with someone that is familiar with the James Bond movies someone that can just come in and do the material that you want to do and just call it a day kind of thing. And for some that may seem like, Oh, you're mailing it in and what have you. And like, not necessarily. I just think you're bringing in somebody right now. It feels like a lot of things are out of whack with Danny Boyle exiting the movie. Cause that was a big name to bring somebody in a really, really good director and just be like, Hey, you know, this fell out and now we're kind of crunched on time. So, I mean, at that point too, you got to think that, these producers and Daniel Craig really love the two scripts that they do have for James Bond. So yeah, just give it to a guy that can just, you know, not fuck it up kind of thing. And I think you can still make a really awesome movie and a good send off. And like I said, full circle with Daniel. So um, we'll see what happens with this, but yeah, I would absolutely love to see when this is all said and done and over with, and he exits his, you know, James Bond, bring in an Edgar Wright or bring in a Christopher Nolan and say, Hey, are you down with the idea of making like, you know, a handful of James Bond movies 
and then we'll reboot it again after three movies um, with your pick of the litter and everything like that. So I think that stuff would be that would be pretty cool to see. But I think right now, yeah, just go get together to Casino Royale and call it a day because you're you're in a time crunch, and I don't know if you're in a position to really get an awesome director that's willing to come in and have to direct and shoot your script that's pretty hard for certain directors to do especially the ones you know kind of worth bringing on to do a movie so with that said moving on to our next topic of the day netflix's new content direction so this stuff is great um so i love netflix but one of my beefs with it and i'm sure a lot of my listeners will kind of agree with it too for every awesome documentary that they do kind of produce and have and every tv show that they do that hits Netflix does have a lot of shit. Like there is a lot of bad and garbage you have to trek through when you're looking for something to watch. So it's definitely quantity over quality for Netflix. And that's been their model for the last couple of years. Um, But it looks like um, recently the head guy of Netflix, he was, I don't know. um, Oh, it was from, excuse me. It was a new report from the Hollywood reporter, um, Scott Stubber, the chief of Netflix's film division is well aware of said reputation um, so it looks like, according to this article, they're looking to change it up quite a bit. Um, it looks like the Netflix team is telling agents and producers they want either big tentpole like Marvel movies or Lord of the Rings kind of movies or big prestige films they can enter for awards. Um, I think this is this could be interesting. I wonder if they're going to keep the quantity over quality approach for TV shows or certain things that they do and then hey when it comes to like making movies or miniseries or even selected tv shows like uh their upcoming witcher series like we're gonna go all hands on deck and make sure that this thing is awesome before we release it we're not gonna just go for trash so um, i really hope that's the case i think netflix obviously they have a lot of money and a lot of connections throughout the industry and they've signed up some really good powerful people like i think they had um I read somewhere they give a huge budget to Scorsese for his new um, movie that they're doing. And then I think Michael Bay, which I don't know why they give him any money. um, He has another movie or a short series that he's doing exclusively for Netflix as well. So they're definitely putting in the money and effort. There's a lot of talented people that have worked on Netflix shows and movies and what have you. So I just like this approach that they're going to like, hey, let's pump the brakes. Let's put a focus, love and energy on making kick ass, awesome stuff and not just, you know, flood your suggested box list with a bunch of crap that you are just like consuming because for the sake of consuming it, really, that's always really gross stuff. So um, I think they are putting I don't think the Netflix's series of Witcher is getting enough credit or enough hype for it. And I, I they haven't really said anything too much yet about it. But I think this is Netflix's Game of Thrones. Like, they are going all in on this. And I think at first, maybe they try to start it off slow, and they've seen some of the reaction and some of the work they've gotten from their showrunners. And I think they've gotten really excited about it. And I I really hope I love Witcher. For those that don't know what it is, it's a series of uh, Swedish books. And I read the first one. I tried to read the second one, and then I threw it in the trash. It was so boring. And then it became a video game series, a very popular prestige video game series for those that may not know. And yeah, it's just going to be really fun to see that live action on the screen of Netflix. So I really hope they keep this direction. They do some really cool stuff. But at the same time, I hope that doesn't because when I hear the Marvel tentpole idea, 
that makes me a little nervous. Are you still going to be taking risks? Are you still going to be trying to give these content creators, these writers, etc., free roam to kind of do whatever it is they want to do that's fun, unique, and different? Because Netflix has been that. Netflix has been this this vessel to get series or shows or movies greenlit or brought back that normally were canceled and they would never see the light of day again and what have you. I personally would still love to see Netflix make the acclaimed community movie that we were promised six seasons in a movie. We got the six, we didn't get the movie yet. So I was really hoping that they would maybe someone would do that for us. That would be very nice to see um, as that's a a terrifically amazing show. So um, moving on to our last and final topic um, and apologies again, if it comes off as a shorter episode, guys, don't want to, just give you too much filler and what have you want to give you the the good stuff and all the facts you need and keep it rolling so with that said breaking news coming across the bow i believe this uh dropped yesterday per the hollywood reporter disney has officially put guardians of the galaxy 3 on hold disney has allowed everyone on the pre-production team to seek other employment so this definitely is not coming out 2020 like i think it was originally planned I think they. this is just Disney not canceling the movie or canceling Guardians perfectly, nothing silly like that. But I think you are definitely seeing them having to force themselves to take a step back after the James Gunn departure and reevaluate. And I don't know if they're going to use his script or not. It, I would be surprised if they do. Um, really, really surprised if they do. They may use certain elements, but not a vast majority of it. So... If you're net or if you're Netflix, if you're Disney, you're just trying to find someone that's capable to come in and just say, "Hey, here's this golden franchise of amazing, incredible characters that audiences have seen for the last couple of years, and done such a you know, and they've come to love and appreciate them and adore them. Here you go, don't fuck this up. Um, that's a a lot easier said than done, especially with that franchise." And personally, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of my favorite Marvel properties from the movies that they've done. I really enjoy them. This is going to be interesting to see how they're able to pull this off. And I mean, all eyes are going to be on Disney as soon as they make the announcement of who's coming in as director. It's going to be a lot of lot of eyes and attention on it because people really, really like this movie. And it's going to look different. It's going to, well, maybe not look different. It's going to feel different with these characters than without James Gunn being the voice piece of them. Um, in terms of his writing so we'll see how it all goes so all right guys um kind of going through no major industry notes or anything like that to go over so yeah just another uh shorter ish episode of the haven podcast um, for this week's tv and film focus um so yeah that's going to do it for me as always thank you guys so much for listening i hope you enjoyed it have a wonderful work week um, and remember if you want to be featured on the podcast or want to help it grow and spread you know, the brilliant idea of the Haven podcast, you know, that brilliant idea of just like parents not vaccinating their kids, uh, info and links in the description below on how you can do both. Take care you guys. And I will talk to you this Friday.